Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The Bigger Picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to The Bigger Picture. So how will Asian currencies fare in the wake of policy-setting expectations following the FMC's latest meeting? To recap, the Federal Reserve held its, its key interest rate steady for a third straight time and set a table for multiple cuts to come in 2024 and beyond. So let's check in now. Bintu Kotichar, he's the head of Asia FX and rates strategy at Barclays. Good morning, Mitchell. How are you doing today? Uh, good morning. Very well, thank you. Oh, great to have you on. So let's talk about what's shaking up markets in terms of where we are when it comes to interest rate expectations now. Before the meeting, Mitchell, you were of the view that perhaps the market were looking ahead too much for rate cuts too early. How much has the latest meeting affected your outlook? How much has that moved the timeline? Yeah, look, it's a very good point. Uh, the market has moved significantly since the Federal FOMC this week. We've now, we went from around, what, 100 basis points to around 150 basis points of cuts next year. And it doesn't seem like that's ending anytime soon. I think the market now really believes that the Fed has pivoted and that the they will cut rates fairly early on in the year. We still think the market's overly dovish, that said. We mm. we have changed our forecast. We expect the Fed to cut rates in June and cut three times next year. So we have certainly shifted to a more dovish expectation. But the market's pricing in perhaps too much at this stage in our view. But nonetheless, as I said, going into year end, it seems unlikely that sentiment will turn anytime soon. And you know, in answer to your initial point, it does seem to bode well for Asian markets uh, going into the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about pricing in too much. Based on some reports I see, some are pricing in six quarter point rate cuts, twice the three penciled in by the Fed. So that's what we are looking at. And you're also looking at perhaps a rebound in the US dollar in the first quarter of next year. So question here is going to be, what's driving that? Because in view of multiple rate cuts, that seems to be going the other way right now. I think a lot depends on what's actually in the price. Uh, what we've seen for the US dollar is that the market had been uh, very, very positive on the dollar. Sentiment positioning had been very stretched. And now we've turned that around very substantially where you know, our indicators show that the market now has really shifted its positioning, sentiment, etc. And I think given, as I said, that so much is now in the price for US rates, the risk is that you may see a little bit of a correction to that into Q1. So we think the US economy continues to outperform uh, early next year. Uh, we think the US output gap is certainly going to be uh, wider than elsewhere. And that, you know, at a time when growth outside of the US looks certainly more lackluster when you look at Europe or UK mm. or in China, it should generally bode well for the dollar, at least in the early part of next year. Yeah, we did see the ECB and BOE signaling that perhaps they will stay put for quite some time. How much is going to affect where the US dollar is going to be next year? It is all relative. And of course, if you do see more of a hawkish stance from the ECB or Bank of England or other central banks, that obviously has uh, an impact on the dollar, especially if the Fed is uh, pivoting to a more dovish mm. positioning. But that said, it, it seems unlikely that we're going to see higher rates now in Europe or the UK. I know we had relatively hawkish announcements or statements yesterday, but there was certainly no indication that either central bank, ECB or Bank of England is going to hike rates. So we would expect cuts to take place next year from both central banks. We expect, for example, ECB to start its cutting cycle in April next year. Um, so uh, again, it, it could be even earlier than the Fed. 
All right, so it's all relative, like you pointed out. We are in conversation with Mitu Kodicha. He's the head of Asia FX and rates strategy at Barclays. Now, Mitu, let's talk about the winners and losers potentially next year in the FX space when it comes to Asia. What is going to be, I guess, at the top of the list right now when you look at potential resilience currencies in the year to come? Well, I think the currencies that have been beaten up the most this year have been those with the lowest yields. Mm. Uh, you know, the time when US yields have been pretty high and the Asia as a region hasn't really had high yields. You know, Latin America is a, is a region that benefited from that in that respect. But if things start reversing as they are now, it's these low yielding currencies, low beta currencies that should do well. The likes of the Korean won, for instance, mm. where we are fairly constructive, or even the Thai baht should do reasonably well in that uh, environment. We do that said, see some underperformance in the likes of the Chinese renminbi, as well as the Indian rupee, where we've got central banks are probably going to be keeping their currencies a little bit more sticky, certainly in India's case. But overall, in an environment notwithstanding some dollar gains in Q1, overall next year, we would see most Asian currencies strengthen against the US dollar. Yeah, talking about strengthening against the US dollar, we've seen the Sing dollar against the US dollar up around 2 plus percent so far this year. Where do you see things going for the Singapore dollar? I think the Singapore dollar looks relatively rich against the Singapore dollar near and in that sense probably upside against its peers looks a little bit more limited from these sort of levels. Now we don't look for weakness in the currency to come through especially in an environment where the dollar is softening but again it goes back to the relative moves. At a time when the Sing dollar is quite rich against its Sing near band it's probably unlikely that we see outperform other currencies in, in the weeks and months ahead so we probably look again for a little bit of underperformance as we go into next year but again Sing dollar like other currencies in EM and in EM Asia mm. will, will certainly benefit from a weaker dollar. All right, talking about a weaker dollar, we've seen the Japanese yen also making some interesting moves, nearly 2% down against the greenback over the past year, but it has seen a sharp rebound in the past month of over 6%. So what's in store next year for the Japanese yen, Mitu? Well, it's likely that there's more strength uh, in store. I mean, again, the Japanese yen has a lot of sensitivity to US yields and differentials between uh, Japanese uh, bond yields, JGBs. But if, again, the Fed is pivoting and U.S. yields are moving lower, then that should really benefit the yen. Uh, and it has that sort of high beta to moves in interest rate differentials. That said, the question is how far the U.S. yields drop next year. I mean, our forecast is that 10-year Treasury yields will end 2024 around 4.35%. It's actually higher mm. than where we are now. So we would also caution against uh, extending this drop in the dollar or U.S. rates much further in the months ahead, uh, given that a lot has already taken place from here. Talking about those yields, we've just seen the 10-year bond yields break below 4% for the first time since late July. So lots to watch out for in the coming year. And we've had some help to look ahead with Mitu Kotica. He's the head of Asia FX and rate strategy for Barclays. Mitu, thanks for your time today. Thank you very much. Stay Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.